what's going on guys so if you follow us on instagram you probably saw one of our recent posts it was the forbes list ranking the richest nba teams and guess what the new york knickerbockers valued at 3.6 billion dollars right on top atop the lakers the warriors the bulls basically teams that have been much more successful than the knicks have over the last 20 years if you looked at the comment that we actually wrote about it the caption um I found it to be absolutely absurd, and that's what this video is going to be about. I'm going to give you guys my take, then we're going to bring in Jay and TK and talk to you guys about it. In short, the Knicks being the most unsuccessful franchise over the last 20 years are the richest franchise in the NBA. You look across any other sector, any other industry, where you're looking at businesses across the board, that's unacceptable. You can't be the most richest company in the world having a garbage product over the last 20 years like the New York Knicks have. Let me pull up some stats for you guys. Knicks are the most valuable franchise at $3.6 billion. That's $300 million more than the next most valuable in the LA Lakers. And right after that, Golden State Warriors. Naturally, they actually win. Seven playoff wins since 2001. That's tied for the worst in the NBA. A 408 winning percentage. That's second worst behind, you guessed it, Charlotte. The team that changed names, changed, changed cities or something like that. And oh, by the way, Michael Jordan owns them. We don't have to discuss much of that. Now, of course, the argument here is, yeah, but the New York Knicks are always going to make money because they are in a metropolitan city, the most crowded city in the world. Tickets will always get sold, blah, blah, blah. I get all that. And that's not my argument. <clears throat> my argument is how the hell can the NBA actually stand for this to happen? You look at any other regulator across the board, if the richest, most valuable product that you have also happens to be the least successful, something has to be done. And it's utterly disappointing that the New York Knicks continue to put out a product that disappoints fans. Clearly the ownership doesn't really care over the last 20 years how bad or good their product is. And they go off of these harsh moves that try to sell the Knicks up super duper high, i.e. Derrick Rose, remember that? Signing Joakim Noah, signing the likes of Marbury, Eddie Curry, the list goes on. Knicks keep doing rash, unfortunate moves, and the NBA does nothing about it. And then they end up as the richest team in, in, in the world, richest basketball team in the world. Here's my proposal. I think the NBA really needs to hold owners accountable. I'm not saying fire James Dolan yet. I'm saying if they had implemented a system over the last 20 years, say every three years, we reevaluate every single team. See if their quote-unquote tank is actually producing something, see if their quote-unquote trades and signing is actually producing something, and barring any major injuries, because of course chance happens, you cannot let a team like the New York Knicks get away with being the richest NBA franchise with the lack of success that they've had over the last 20 years. So maybe they should look at taxing the owners. If after a three-year review, you see that, all right, your franchise has gotten top 10 picks across the board for the last three years, have not been able to put out any, anything that was productive or remotely close to winning, we're gonna have to tax the ownership 10% on their total annual revenue. That might tell ownership, oh shit, I might need to surround myself by better scouts. I might need to hire a better GM. Okay, 10%, no big deal. If that continues to happen, 
If that happens, say over the stretch of five or six years, and the franchise continues to just be bad like the New York Knicks have, again, seven playoff wins since 2001. Come on, Knicks fans. We know how much that hurts, but the NBA doesn't care. And the Knicks are still the richest franchise in the NBA. So after six years, you look at that tax again. Okay, you know what? You're still making moves and none of the moves are panning out. How much do you know about basketball? Should you be owning a team? Okay, let's jump that tax up to 30%. Maybe the owner's like, oh, you know what? I don't want to pay 30% on $3.6 billion. That's a lot of money. So I might want to sell the team. And hey, great, if we get Dolan to sell the team. If they don't want to sell the team, on the other hand, that will at least force their hand to put in smart people. Put in people that they might not necessarily get along with, but they know is better for the organization. Unless the NBA holds teams accountable, there is no way that the New York Knicks will have any kind of success as long as the owner's pockets continue to get fat just based on ticket sales. We live in the most metropolitan, most densely populated city in the world or close to it at least in america that's for sure how the hell are we as fans going to see a decent product if ownership isn't held accountable who can ho hold ownership accountable we can we can put up all the strikes we want we can stop watching nick games we can stop buying tickets tourists are still going to come in and buy those at the end of the day it's up to the nba to actually hold teams like this accountable and if that doesn't happen we're in for a tough stretch Let's bring in Jay and TK and talk about the rest. Anthony for three. So it's no news to Nick fans. We are the richest fucking franchise in the NBA and the biggest failure on any court that we step onto year after year after year. Y'all yeah. heard my rant. And the premise of it was we just we need the NBA to hold owners accountable. And that's not happening. Not just owners, man. Mainly the damn Knicks. They have been disastrous. Yeah, as long as I've been alive. That's I a mean, lot to ask from Silver. It's like, look, we need you to babysit the Knicks. It's, but that's well, the who thing. Who the hell are we going to ask? That, Gold? That's the thing. Because like, Silver ain't cutting it. The Knicks have done stuff. <laughs> the, the NBA has done stuff like preventing teams from tanking. They've prevented teams from... So I call from, them Gold because yeah. Silver ain't cutting it right now. <laughs> They prevented teams from tanking by switching up the whole lottery shit next year. They've prevented teams from trading back-to-back first-round picks. So there's only so much they can do without being yeah. too intrusive. So at the end of the day, that's what I'm saying. They have to go towards All ownership. Right. But how are you going to say or put, implement a rule on your boss? <laughs> you need to remember, at James the, Dolan is at the, Silver's boss. Exactly. At the end of the day, that is a lucrative position where 
money can come from anywhere in order to refill it. As far as I'm concerned, James Dolan, if you're not doing your job right and you're a detriment to the NBA product, you need to be held accountable. Listen, so I, I heard what you said, right? And it's a valid, valid, valid statement. And I think we all as Knicks fans would love the NBA to step in at some point and be like, all right, throw the Knicks a bone because whatever they're doing has not been I'm working. not saying throw the Knicks a bone. No, 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 no like throw them a bone, freeze a bone. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> freeze a bone. Throw them a bone essentially by like, stopping them from making such erratic decisions. Not necessarily give them a handout. Take the rope away, because we always hang yeah. ourselves. I think so there the, you go. the best so example, like real quick, and I'll let you finish the point, is the Donnie Walsh thing, where, where he was a great, steady uh, GM for the Knicks, but James Owen didn't like him. And therefore, James Owen let him go. Like that, that's a decision where the owner is putting his team at death. And he loved Isaiah Thomas. And he loved Phil times. Jackson. Yeah, and Phil didn't love him back. It's a, it's a detriment. <laughs> Phil's so, are weird. So Taxi. let me ask you guys this, right? Remove New York from the Knicks name, right? Yeah. Let's take the Knicks and move them to a different city. Let's say the Knicks played in Milwaukee or... Austin, Texas. Sure, a smaller market, right? And you've had the luck that the Knicks have had for the past 20 seasons. Yeah. How do you think that fan base would react? Because ticket people would not come spend their hard-earned money to go watch a shit performance like this that the Knicks put out year in and year out. No. Um, Only during South by Southwest. <laughs> yeah, sure, in Austin, Texas, sure. But <laughs> granted, <laughs> boy, you're, you're making light of the Knicks situation here. Do you, know I, bed, do you know I go to bed in tears watching the Knicks sometimes? I know, come on, man. We can't have you tear up in front of people. <laughs> you're right. I, yes. <laughs> but no, all in all, man, like, this performance would be unacceptable in any other city, state, in the country. In any other field of business whatsoever. Exactly. In it's practically any other sport. Even the Cleveland Browns would probably have more success than the Knicks. Come well, on. That's debatable. Yeah, and, the, yeah. and they've tried to... But it's sad that that's a debate. That's the, it is, like, you're right. And they did. They cut the franchise. They they made him extinct. They killed him for a while. And then they brought him back thinking that a revamp would help. And yeah. Maybe it's time to just end the Knicks. You know what I mean? What if we just eliminate that, the Knicks from the NBA? That's the problem. What you're saying about smaller cities, like that would be that would be feasible yeah. if it's a smaller city. Right, exactly. Not New York. They you, need a team here. All right, you know what? It's not even. I'm sorry. Before no, we get no, into no, that, no. the Knicks, unfortunately, we have not seen the the blunt force or the extreme of what it would look like when a team doesn't do well. Because, like I was saying, in any other city, in any other state. You know, your fan base will respond to your team playing poorly or of doing course. poorly. We try to, but then again, we but have then tourists, come in and tourists who buy up the tickets anyway and will show up to the games. So it gives this false illusion that fans are still coming out to the Knicks games. No fans are not. The, the real fans are sitting right yeah. here doing a damn show talking about how bad the but Knicks have been. We also have the false illusion of every player being the savior that's coming in. We do. We put a lot of pressure on people. And I have to say, geography in today's sports doesn't matter. You can be playing in Oklahoma City and still get your 250 Third most valuable franchise deal in Oakland. With a Nike, with an Adidas, that does not matter anymore. So I think, honestly, at the end of the day, I'll say it, we're self-privileged. I will take it a step back, though. We wouldn't have that mentality again if the NBA just fucking held owners more accountable, taxed them for <laughs> shitty performances. Time after time. I'm not saying injuries, like don't tax them because the player's injured. Don't tax them because they're planning on not being good and, and young for like two, three years. You got to tax them based on the decisions that they make. So now let me ask you this. Does taxing the team, taxing the owner, owner um, affect what the team can do in salary cap and free agency? No. 
It, it doesn't. No, absolutely not. Because technically speaking, salary caps are set. Owners can but put how in much money. Owners can put in more money if they go over that threshold, like Cleveland's doing. Cleveland's owners dishing out money oh, left and right because they're way tax. over that yeah. that yeah. luxury tax. Yeah. So owners, at the end of the day, that's what I'm saying. Like Cleveland's owner, clearly, all he wants to do is win, and he'll do it at almost any cost, including dipping into his own wallet. I, I mean, James shit. Dolan has not dipped into his wallet to help us pay off fucking Joe Keem Noah's contract. No, that ain't gonna happen. I mean, dude, really, really quickly, I know we have another segment to discuss this on, but what you bring up within Cleveland and the owner willing to do whatever it takes to win this championship you know what's funny about that man like again we've seen in the trade deadline they go out and acquire young and athletic players right for the third year in a row it seems like they've made roster moves at the deadline to help them go on to the next level the knicks this is something the knicks have been trying to talk about for years we need to get younger and we need to get more athletic how the hell does cleveland just go out and do it every single year and the knicks are still sitting back we gotta get younger we gotta get more athletic i just don't get it man yeah tax um, the owner man get him the fuck out of that's, here that's like, the thing and i think the, the taxing the owner will force either a sale eventually look i i really think in all of the years transpired uh Dolan has been a pretty bad owner, but in the past year or so, he actually has had his hand out of the pot, yes. outside of the Oakley incident. Yep. <laughs> outside which of was, the Oakley which incident. Which was not just his hand in the pot, he was like <laughs> hugging the pot with his face in the pot. Get him, get him! I'm holding him, arrest him, arrest him! I'm holding him. Uh, outside of that, He's been pretty decent in terms of just being quiet, being mum. He's like making more records out there. He's making more records. We even yeah. featured him on our we, show. I know. He it. tried out. It was amazing. And I think the point of this is to prevent anything like this from happening again. Because it's very easy for James Owen to just be like, mm, I'm going to mm, yeah. put my grubby little thick sausage fingers up in the Knicks pot for no reason. So to your point, the fact is that he has been out of the loop sort of so to speak in the past couple of seasons yeah who's to blame then like at what point like that, obviously that's, people that's you real quick I, you I, put in position i want to make the so point where this isn't this isn't this isn't yeah yeah he did put in phil and then he he pulled him out too late that and that yeah is way too late <laughs> but uh, this isn't anything against what's happening right now regarding injuries that the kp thing this isn't mary mary and <laughs> steve mills and, and mary. Uh, yeah, yeah right <laughs> it's Scott Barry. um this isn't this is this has nothing to do with that this has more to do with the whole entire Knicks the last 20 years and why we're in the position that we're in it's because the NBA did not hold owners accountable and if they continue to do that if owners can do whatever the hell they want and continue to put out that product that's going to be a problem and trust me we're not speaking from you know what we've read and all this stuff we've lived through this we've been Knicks fans for the past 20 years and longer so we've lived through this and we've experienced it and we are painfully sick and tired of the franchise not giving us fans back the same love and respect that we deserve for being diehard fans for a team that has won essentially nothing. That's it. <laughs> I don't even Let know how know Clyde uh... is still there. <laughs> so, That's whoa, whoa, rough. Whoa, whoa, and he whoa. gets I'm paid. Like, Clyde must have been like, he <laughs> goes so, home to drinks and I feel wears. bad for Mike Breen and Clyde oh, for having the best announcers, I think, duo in the NBA because Mike Breen, I think, <laughs> is hands watch down the best in the NBA. BS. But yeah, <laughs> they got called the worst out. fucking team in the NBA. That sucks. You go to Golden State one day and then next day you're with the fucking Knicks Rebecca, with Luke Cornette being the fucking featured player. Come God on. God bless your soul still dressing up and looking fabulous. If it was me, I would like, oh, I showed up to work. I got <laughs> my hair. Out here. <laughs> I Girls, try. show up in hair rollers. We won't, we won't care. Yeah, we, the funniest part about it. the whole thing is at this point it's gotten so bad, sometimes I even tune into the Knicks games 
just to hear what Mike Breed and Clyde Frazier <laughs> have to say. Like, I don't even tune in to watch the game anymore. I just want to hear about how Mike Breed how and Will Frazier can mask how bad the Knicks are doing. So, you know, well, they're not doing so bad. We're always slipping in addition and... This guy can actually shoot compared to Fultz. Yeah, exactly. It's like, how are they going to mask how bad the Knicks have been doing lately? Let us know in the comments what you guys think regarding the whole taxing the ownership um, and just holding them more accountable. I don't think, personally, we'd be in this position if the NBA just held ownership. Right, and if you guys don't like the solution that Far brought to the table, what are your your, thoughts? I guarantee you, let us know. Should we bring in gold? Should we bring in gold? Call up gold, because Silva ain't cutting it. Peace. Later. What's up, guys? This is your boy, TK, a.k.a. John Legend, as you guys know. I want to thank you guys for watching, and please make sure you do subscribe. And if you like what you saw from previous episodes, or if you just like our faces, make sure you hit that subscribe button below. But wait, please hit that like, comment, and share as well. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.